Welcome to another edition of Jumping Around, a steeplechase podcast from thisishorseracing.com. I'm your host, Joe Clancy, and if it's April, we're talking Maryland Hunt Cup, this time about the important milestone of allowing women to ride. At first in 1971 with Kathy Kuzner, and then for good in 1979 with Twinette Jackson, now Nelson. With an origination date of 1894, the Maryland Hunt Cup will always be, at least a little bit, about the past. And for 77 years, only men were allowed to ride under the basic phrase of Owners and riders acceptable to the committee. Those were the conditions of the race. Kuzner changed all that when she attempted to ride in 1971. As an Olympic show jump rider, the first woman licensed to ride on the flat in the United States, earned in the courtroom based on the Civil Rights Act of 1964, and a frequent rider of steeplechase horses in the mornings and in point-to-points, Kuzner was more than qualified to ride in a Maryland Hunt Cup. And she did, finishing sixth aboard Wacker Jack. The Hunt Cup committee promptly rewrote the rules to allow in quotes, only gentlemen riders, and that's the way it was until 1979. Changing times, some historic wins by women riders in other races, and the intention of Nelson, then Toinette Jackson, to ride in the race broke the barrier for good. The second woman to ride in Maryland Hunt Cup and her Mount Modman fell at the 16th fence, but women have been a part of the race ever since. In 1980, Joy Slater became the first woman to win the race. She and her horse, Can Cottage, did so again in 1981 and were joined in 1986 by Liz McKnight and her horse, Tong. And now women pepper the roster of winning riders and include Santa Nelson in 1991 and 93, Anne Moran in 1995 and 97, Blair Waterman, now Blair Wyatt, in 2004, and Blythe Miller Davies in 2011. Kathy Kuzner only rode in the race once, but is the true pioneer. She later rode races all over the world, was inducted into the Show Jumping Hall of Fame, and is still a much sought after riding instructor from her home in California. Away from horses, she ran marathons and ultra marathons and was one of the first women to pilot a jet. She started a movement in the Maryland Hunt Cup and nobody took advantage of it more than the three women on this edition of our podcast, Twinette Nelson, Liz McKnight, and Joyce Slater. The second wave of women to ride in the Maryland Hunt Cup served the race well. Let's talk about it. All right, we're back with another edition of Jumping Around. I'm Joe Clancy, and our guests today are some Maryland Hunt Cup pioneers. We have Joyce Slater, the first woman to win the Maryland Hunt Cup. Toinette Nelson, who was the second woman to ride in the Maryland Hunt Cup. First woman to win the My Lady's Manor and the Pennsylvania Hunt Cup, if I'm doing my research correctly. And Liz McKnight, who was a Maryland Hunt Cup winner herself and is also, you're still on the Maryland Hunt Cup committee, correct? Correct. So still involved. From the beginning, I mean, everybody talks about Kathy Kuzner was the first woman to ride in the Maryland Hunt Cup. And... We'll just go down the line and start with one of you and kind of go from there. I mean, do you feel like pioneers in this? I mean, or did you know her story before you wrote in it? And start with Liz, go from there. <laughs> I definitely know her story because she was riding my mother-in-law's horse. <laughs> and she was a pioneer, which every we've discussed earlier, that she's done a lot of things, that she was a pretty amazing woman. I didn't really seek out to ride the hunk up because I was a woman. But I'm happy that Kathy laid the groundwork for us all. Yeah. For sure. I mean, she wrote it in 1971 and sort of had to put up some challenges to do so. And then was basically the response was they rewrote the race condition so women couldn't ride in it. And Twinette, you came along next. So it's eight years after Kathy. Do you remember how any of this happened? Um, I knew Kathy had ridden in the race, but I didn't realize they had changed the rules. So, you know, we were all three of us riding races at the time. And uh, after Modman and I won the Pennsylvania Hunt Cup, at the party afterwards, there's this kind of swarm of jockeys around me just saying, well, who's going to ride him in the Hunt Cup? <laughs> and that was the first time it kind of hit me that, what? Oh, women can't ride in the Hunt Cup? What are you talking about? Because really, there were no other races that kept us from riding. 
So um, that was, uh, everybody kind of went, well, and then the trainer who was Joe Clancy Sr. said pretty shortly after that, when a couple trainers were asking him who was going to ride the horse in spring, and he said, well, he just wasn't going to go there then if they, you know, wouldn't let me ride the horse, that we'd go somewhere else, and his owner was fine with that. And then Charlie, I believe, was riding in England at the time. So maybe February or so, word got back that Charlie had talked to the committee and said there were a lot of women riding over there, and they opened it up. The Charlie Twinette mentioned is American amateur Charlie Fenwick, who'd ridden in the English Grand National at Aintree in 1979 and would win the historic steeplechase in 1980 with the great Ben Nevis. In 1977, Charlotte Brew was the first woman jockey to ride in the Grand National, and if women were good enough for Aintree, they were good enough for the Maryland Hunt Cup. And Julia, you were the you became the history maker. And had to in 1980, a year after Twinette rides, to actually win the race in history at the time. But again, did you think about it before that that it was something that Kathy had to do to sort of break through? Well, she was somebody who broke through a lot of rules. She started a lot of things besides riding Olympics and being the first lady to have a jet pilot license and. She's an amazing lady, but I just rode the horse. I was used to jumping that high because I should have jumped. So I jumped that high before, and I knew the horse could jump around because he had a bad ride his previous owner the year before. <laughs> and I was just figuring we'd get it done. And I also was in South Carolina galloping race horses with Mr. Cox, so I didn't see him when he first got over in February from England. And I mean, the poor horse, he ran so many races that year. It was amazing, but he was a real trier. Wow. To win it in 1980, was it a, and I remember a little bit of it, I mean, it was made out to be, I mean, it was history being made, right? I mean, did it feel like that when it happened, or was it just another win? No wins are just another win. <laughs> no win on earth is just another win. But, I mean, it was pretty amazing, yes, and it was fun to get to go to the World Cup finals in Baltimore to see the show jumping, because I knew the show jumping, and it was really fun to go down and do that. I mean, get to take it, and my friend Lisa was riding the race. She hit her head a little bit. Her horse fell at the 17th, I think it was, but she hit her head a little bit, but she came down to the World Cup finals with me also. It was was entertaining. <laughs> I thought I was really the right person at the right time, but I just had been looking through the correct ears. Right. Everybody would say that. That's probably the most important thing, right? To, mm-hmm. to be on the right horse. Mm-hmm. And he exactly. Was... He is the right horse. Yeah. Well, wasn't it your mom and your grandmother and you? So you were the first three trainer, owner, rider, women team to win it. Slater's mother, Jill Fanning, and grandmother, Joy Valentine, were steeplechase legends. Fanning won four hunt cups as a trainer, three with Can Cottage, and one with Freeman's Hill. She was also the breeder of Hunt Cup-winning full brothers, Buley's Hill and Freeman's Hill. Valentine, whose famous racing silks, Pink with Cerise Hearts, Joyce Slater recently revived, campaigned a deep steeplechase stable in the United States and overseas. In addition to Can Cottage, her top American runners included Colonial Cup winner Lucky Boy, Down First, Deku, High Patches, and others. Backed by Can Cottage's greatness, the three women made a formidable team in the Maryland Hunt Cup. Tough, awful ladies. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That comes with a little bit of a burden, too, though, right? What was it like riding for mom and grandma, or were they perfect? Whose mother and grandma (laughs) are ever perfect? (laughs) Try riding for your husband. (laughs) (laughs) I did that a little bit, too. That was worse. (laughs) Uh, And some of the, I mean, we're going to stick on Can Cottage for a little bit just because of how special he was. You just said it about looking through the correct ears. I mean, what made Can Cottage that good of a Maryland Hunt Cup horse. You won it three times, and we're kind of on the cusp of a horse this year, senior senator, trying to win it for a third time. What made Can Cottage such a good Hunt Cup horse? He could jump the jumps easily. It makes the distance no sweat. Same with Tom Bob, the one ex-husband trained. If they can jump the jumps easy, the distance doesn't matter. Yeah, because then they then they don't get as tired yeah. if it takes yeah. that much out of them. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't jump jumps, they don't get it. Wow. So... 
Sounds easy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> of course, jump the right jumps, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Showjumpers accused me of seeing long spots. When I showed them, I said, no, that's not a long spot. Mm-hmm. Compared to racing, it's not a long spot. Because Ken Cottage, at least one fence, of course, I'd see one, two, three, and he'd see one, two. Mm. So I was used to it. Wow. Unlike other riders who got to do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was that kind of horse. Yeah, and, and, I always and, had a hand next strap. Always had a hand next strap. Really? Always. Anxious moments mm. on him? No. No. I knew he could do it. He couldn't get the short spots. If he get a short spot, the jump would win. The long spots was no sweat. Were those long spots his decision? I'm assuming. Uh, sometimes we both said it was the same one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and what was so what the reaction you end up writing a book and the, the reaction to becoming the first woman to Marilyn, Marilyn Hunt Cup a little bit of celebrity for for steeplechasing we don't get that that often well it was just because Jackie and used to hunt with mom's pack of hounds she said it was a good idea because she's a pretty forward lady herself yeah so it was a bit of fun and there's some really fun pictures of mom and granny jumping fences and just really fun pictures in there it's a good entertaining children's book mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I spoke to the author and spoke pretty plainly and he wrote what I said <laughs> it's not very metal <laughs> <laughs> and uh Twinette, so back up a little bit so 79 when it all happens i mean is there was it news was it you know in the spring of 79 was it news or was it okay this is decided i'm just gonna do it you know i don't think it really it, it didn't seem like news you know it just seemed like another big adventure to go down and everybody was very welcoming there was no such thing as a ladies' jocks tent. I don't know if there is now, even. But, you know, it was like the change in the porta potty. But I mean, besides that, <laughs> you know, it didn't seem any different than an, another big timber race, other than the feat that it takes to win it, which these other two ladies did, which I was not able to do. But it would, uh, I think, no matter your gender, that's an amazing accomplishment. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, and and as Joyce said, it was the right uh, looking through the right set of ears. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. was I was Modman's hot walker, so I was a fan, but well, it might not have been the right set of ears. And <laughs> I had Can Cottage in front of me, not with Joy or Charlie riding him, but with Broderick Monroe Wilson riding him, who was just swerving all over the place. <laughs> so well, that's all I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> And how about for you? I mean, he, my man made it to the 16th. 16th? Yeah, okay. Yeah. So yeah. it wasn't like he didn't belong. Plenty of horses have gone that far, you know. Was it an anxious, you ran down to the third fence on him. Was it something that he handled or? You know, the about? one thing I remember about the Hunt Cup is how long back then, and I think they've changed it now, but they made those horses come to the paddock and walk around for half an hour. And the horses, you know, the ones that were nervous, like Modman usually saddled in the barn and he was so nervous, and then you get out to the warm-up, show them the first fence, and there were kids throwing Frisbees around. <laughs> and it was like, wow, these people are really having fun, but, you know, there's a horse race that's going to start any minute here. You know, then they break off and go, and everybody's, yeah, when you get over the third, that's always a good feeling, and just staying out of trouble. Did he give you a thought that he had a chance? I mean, where were you when? Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. He was, you know, he had plenty of horse left. Just kind of came up to the 16th, and we had one horse swerving a little bit in front of us, and then Charlie went way up to the right, and, uh, you know, I only had a few lengths to see the fence, and the horse, I think, just, you know, rubbed the rail, and it was enough to bring me down. And that's the thing. Some fences, you know, the lucky people, if they break the fence, if they if the rail breaks, but not many of those fences do. do so that. if you, you know, a lot of races, you can just kind of hit a rail, and it'll bounce a little bit, you don't break it. 
But those rails, if it doesn't break, it won't bounce yeah. either. Yeah. It brings you down. <laughs> so Yeah, that's the difference. That's the difference. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and for you, Liz, on Tong, he had won it two years before with Turney? Three, uh, three years. 82 before. he won it okay. with Turney, and then he fell in 84. I won it in 86. I had only ridden him five times before I rode him in the Hunt Cup, and those are five races. And I remember going to Cheshire and riding him, my first ride on him. And I it was a long way to that start. And he rooted and pulled and sweated. And I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a three-mile hack to the start. Yes, across the stream, oh, I think, wasn't it? And it was painful. And then once the flag was dropped, it was the best ride I ever had. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Half an hour going to that start, I was like, mm, why am I doing this game? Once again, like Joy said, if you have the economical jumper, it's so much nicer. Nowadays, I'd say you have faster horses than probably Tong, but he was economical over his fences, and he wasn't very fast, but he could stay and never hit a fence. Yeah. And I wasn't nervous at all. Wow. I really wasn't nervous. I was more nervous at the Grand National riding him, but he was such a good jumper that if you could stay on, <laughs> my mother could have ridden him around. She didn't ride. Wow. <laughs> wow. He won a gold yeah. cup, and he won the Pennsylvania Young Cup, too. Yeah. Did he win the Pennsylvania? Yeah, I think he did. We'd have we're, to check. We're gonna that. double check. I yeah. don't have all my reference material yeah. here, but uh, um, but my mother-in-law bred him. Yeah, I did look that up once. He's like a Vermont bred or something, yeah. right? Which you don't see many, uh, not many of those. Yeah, uh, yep. And she, I think she also bred the Anvil. They're both by the Hammer. She bred alleged. Yeah, <laughs> you can't get much difference between an Arc winner and a Maryland Hunt Cup winner. She, <laughs> she was pretty happy about both. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> she was ecstatic. Tong was bred by McKnight's mother-in-law, June. The two-time Maryland Hunt Cup winner is not the only big name on the breeder's record, however, as she also bred Alleged, a two-time winner of the Arc de Triomphe in France. You'll have to guess which one was more important to her. Was riding Tong or riding races in general, I mean, was that something, okay, I'm going to set out to do this, to ride in the Maryland Hunt Cup, or was it just sort of something that No, I think opportunities just came my way, and I was very fortunate to ride nice horses. I mean, I love racing, and I love riding, and Tony was very supportive and gave me amazing horses, and I was somewhat successful. (laughs) I mean, more successful than most just because I had such nice horses. It's the only kind to ride. What's that? The only Only kind of ride. Only kind of ride, exactly. (laughs) I rode a few bad ones, but not that That's no fun. (laughs) We're amateurs. We're supposed to like what we do. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. How about how about his win? I mean, you called him an economical jumper. Was there an anxious moment? Was there? Yeah, a, I had a few anxious okay. moments. <laughs> First of all, I had two children at home. One was a year old, and one was three, and they wow. both got chicken pox that day. And the babysitter didn't show up, and I was like, hmm. So I called my mother, and I was like, Good, I don't want to go that race anyhow. While I was calling her, Philip McKnight proceeded to go. It was three in my tack bag and take half my tack out and hide it. So I got to Bruce Fenwick's barn where my horse was, and I didn't have an overgirth, I didn't have an undergirth, I didn't have a yoke. And thank God I was at Bruce's because I got to borrow all his stuff, which he nicely gave me because I wasn't going to give it back after I won. Right. <laughs> and then the race itself, I got left like it was a flat race. I mean, they took off, and I was I started off in front, and next thing I know, at the first fence, I'm 10 lanes behind. And then Charlie and I got to the third. We both had trouble with the guinea man. And I kept trying to avoid, I was avoiding the guinea man as much as possible. And Charlie jumped him, hands up everywhere, and he just kept sliding down the fence line, flipping over, rolling, getting up right underneath Tong and I. So Tong not only jumped the third, he jumped the guinea man getting up. So I felt him just like push out and extend to get over him. And I was like, oh my, this isn't good. And then I was told not to be in front. 
and I, I kept jumping my way to the front. Charlie didn't want to be in the front. I didn't want to be in the front. <laughs> so we, after the six, we were both in the front, and we sort of wiggled our way back. Then our climber refused the 10th. Wow. Yeah. And then poor Charlie had to go in front. Who was Charlie on? Yeah, who Charlie was, was on Private Gary. Oh. Okay. He needed a lead. I didn't need a lead, but I you, wasn't. You wanted a lead. <laughs> I didn't want a lead. Turney told me not to let horses run at him from behind. Okay. So, so he did get a little worried about a horse coming to him. So he would go to a horse, but he didn't want to have a horse come to him. Huh. But Gary Brewster on the Yeah, was our only other wow. helper. Lead? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. So, wow. and Horses then I almost, amazing, right? I almost ran into the, our climber too. He just, he refused and I jumped his nose. Wow. But after that, things settled and, um. It only had one way to go at that it, point. Yeah, it exactly. Well, <laughs> things were halfway through the race. It's right? halfway so. through the race. And, uh, he jumped the 16th beautifully and I just had a lot of horse, with not a lot of speed, but a lot of horse and he won it very easily. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Very lucky to get that right. Well, and he's also famous for the mm. year he failed he uh he yeah. decided to run almost to baltimore yep 82 in 1982 he fell at the fifth which i noticed when i did jump the fifth he really patted the ground he was like whoa, 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 whoa. I've been here. and we patted the ground when he fell and his feet just got stuck and he couldn't get out in time and i uh, pulled the pulled the bridle off and he ran down schwan and all the clover release, he did all of them. <laughs> and he ran south in the northbound lane, and then he crossed the medium, and then he was running south in the southbound. And Jeff Hyde, being the outrider, and Bruce in a truck, herded him up a hill and caught him. Wow. But once he got loose, he was impossible to catch. Anyway. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Like, anytime, okay. yeah. Anytime. So, um, and he foundered, so he he needed a year off. He wore all his shoes off I his guess feet. he did, yeah. For, and for those listening in Baltimore, that's Interstate 83. Yeah. Jones Falls Express. My doctor right. saw her. You know, where you're... <laughs> like, I saw this horse galloping down the road. I was like, what? Come on the road. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Well, I think it was Pedonia. Well, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah, Pedonia. Yeah. And we were in a police car behind listening to it, and it was painful. Oh, it was man. like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was just awful. Because, you know, they were reporting back where, where he was. was, right. And we were like, oh, no. This is our horse. Yeah. We'll run through all three of them a little bit. We, we just said the, how special and unique the horses are. So what was Tong like at home? What was the rest of his he was life a, like? He was a difficult horse. He was not very fast. He was a hurdle horse and ran over hurdles, and it was basically a disaster. Once he was in a race and business-like, he was perfect. I mean, he was really a lovely, lovely ride. Fox hunting him, he was a disaster. <laughs> he was. He, we hunted him, but we hunted him out, out of the field and sort of snuck in when there was a run and then pulled him out. I mean, he was nice on the ground and everything. I fell on him that year in 86 at the Elk Ridge Harford point to point. And we were going around a beacon, and he ducked inside the beacon, and the beacon knocked me off. And he galloped home, crossed the Jarrettsville Pike, galloped home down Pocock Road, took a left into his little barn, <laughs> galloped past his barn, and went out to the next road on 152 and hit a car. Wow. So he was just like when I fell on him at the Grand National in 90, oh no, 87, I rode him back in 87, I was like, all the outrights, whatever happens, catch the source. If I fall off, <laughs> I, <laughs> don't we, let him run. We, we fell and it was hard to catch. Wow. So, you know, he had this like, once freedom came, he didn't know what to do with himself. <laughs> he didn't, I mean, and he knew where he was. But besides that, he was a lovely horse. I mean, he gave Turney and I so much. Yeah, right. I mean, he was like part of the family. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, that's cool. 
And uh, Ken Cottage, I know he was a bit of a fox hunter and everything too, right? What, what, what was he like at home on the farm? And it was his last horse that mom hunted. He was quite old. Wow! By then, and so, well, of course, when I won the hunt cup, then then I got married shortly after the second time, and and wasn't part of the family so much anymore. I was in Ireland the next couple of years, and but then I rode him. Then in '83, I rode the English National and fell off at Beecher's, but such is life. And <laughs> then um, then I was going to ride him in, in the hunt cup that year, but riding the Little Grand National horse, another horse of Granny's, Ariadza. Fell at like the third or fourth last upside with Charlie. I was going to beat Charlie too. He was going to win mm-hmm. that day, but he would jump too steep and landed too steep and fell down. I bruised some ribs or whatever, so I wasn't allowed to ride him next week. So Charlie got to ride him, and Ken Cottage gave Charlie two riding lessons: one fence two and one fence three. <laughs> <laughs> and it must have been really eye-opening. I would imagine, yeah. And he he did tell a story earlier to me about coming out to the farm to ride him and jumping a fence up near the Pennsylvania Hunt Cup course into an apple orchard and Can Cottage obviously having great joy and fun with that ran him close enough to the trees where the apples and the trees and things <laughs> were, you know yeah, basically the apple tree branches were smacking Charlie in the head as he was running through the apple orchard so <laughs> but personality of the horses is part of all this isn't yes, it yes yeah. he's quite a character he was sure he was correct he was sure he was correct absolutely <laughs> <laughs> what was it like to watch him win was it frustrating it a, bit, a little bit yes because yeah. If I'm a guy, I would have ridden the horse, but since I was a girl, I had bruised ribs. I wasn't allowed to ride, a girl, ride the horse. <laughs> but so it goes. And I didn't think I was going to do it right anyway. Right. And it's not fair to do it wrong. Yeah, true. It's yeah. just not fair to do it wrong. So, so it goes. Yeah. Yeah, knowing that horse too, you want to give him. You want to give him his chance to win three. You know, mm-hmm. which was cool. And he, then he ran, ran again. What two years later, in '85 when he was 15. Wow. He was third, down, right? He ran broke well. down after 17th. Kept, I knew there's no future, so we kept going because he's jumping fine. He got slightly shut off crossing the road. That, that held him up a bit, and he wasn't that far out of it. Right. He was third. Yeah. But pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you look at the record, you see what Winton won it before the World War and then missed four years and, and won it two won more it times again. after that. I yeah. know. Amazing. amazing. <laughs> of course, they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing to put up with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're very generous, for sure. Mm-hmm. They're very, very generous. because for sure. They don't ask much. Are you mm. the first woman to ride to Aintree? No, not the first woman. The only, the only American woman to ride over there. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I was riding a good horse too. I just, I was told by John Frank walking the course that don't get too big a spot at, at Beecher's because the drop would catch you out. And I saw a long spot, so I took back a bit. One of my left went to the right, one of my right went to the left, and they we all met in the middle. And mm. I fell off. One of them fell off too. So, mm. so it goes. And he was yeah. third the year before that. Wow. So what's uh, not many people have ridden both. What's the what's the difference between Aintree and the Hunt Cup? Well, it's forty starters and fences. You can't see what's happening on the other side. They're solid. You can see nothing what's on the other side. Yeah, probably more things can happen, although plenty of things happen in the Maryland Hunt Cup too, but more things can happen out of your out of your control at Aintree than... Yeah, like Liz could see that the horse was falling yeah, right. her. Yeah. <laughs> and so could Tong. He, tried, yeah, he Tong thought, thought like he might try to jump, jump over. <laughs> <laughs> and Toinette, you probably rode more hurdle races and things than, than either of these two. I was in the barn a lot, so oh, what a chief jumps to mind. There's plenty of other ones. I mean, where's, the, where, where's a favorite horse land or a favorite race? Well, you know, since I fell in the Hunt Cup twice, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Again, they weren't the the right set of ears. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Pennsylvania Hunt Cup was great because that was a local home crowd. So, you know, that was Mod Man, and that was great. And And he took down Dosdy, who had won it twice before, I think. And beat Dosdy in the stretch, and so that's why it was exciting to go to the Hunt Cup. And Dosdy eventually won it that year. Yeah, he did win it that year. Yeah, he did win it that year. But Owa oh, Chief was, yeah, he was probably the best, best horse. 
What's the difference? I mean, I mean, a hurdle race, a quality hurdle race versus a hunt cup type race. What's the, the well, I always thought like timber racing, you can actually enjoy a little bit more because it's slower, right? You know, so you can really just go out and you know, see what's going on, and there's more room between horses. Hurdle races, I just think you've got to be closer and uh, it's quicker and uh, really pay so much attention and. Maybe it's because I started riding timber races in the ladies' races. Right. And you just, uh, you know, it's it, you're more comfortable and it just seems a, a s- slower pace. But he was, yeah, Oda Chief was probably the best hurdle horse. Yeah, he was cool. And yeah. we, the horse's personalities, I just remember the quirky things he did. He, he hated to hear my father's voice <laughs> on race day. And we eventually would just have to tell my dad, this, we'd be at the barn and be like, go, I was... 13, 14. I mean, like, you don't come back. Go, just do it. He hears you coming and it, it's time to go. Right. You know, and, and, he, and he would be running in the feature, it would be late in the day. So you'd just be like, you know, right. you cannot come back until until it's time. You know? <laughs> and just a, a very smart horse, which it sounds, you know, a lot of a lot of the good ones are, I guess. I don't know. It just sure seems like it. I'd say all the good ones are. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's interesting with Tong running off the race course when he was loose because that's why when Modman fell in the Hunt Cup, he turned right and went up through the woods. Mm. He was gone. Right. So, you know, you kind of wonder if those horses, when they're in the, you know, they're, they're such a big thing, you know, right. big fences, and they don't know where, where is the end or right. what is going right. on. Because, you know, why do they just take off like right. that? Right. Yeah. And then other races, that isn't normal, but well, that they hurt- want to head home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you hurdle races, you jump across, you don't have nice big jumps. Yeah. Terrible fences, yeah. you want to have nice big jumps, because you don't, nice big jumps or hurdles, somebody goes past you. Yes, that's yeah. true. I never could run a hurdle race to save my soul. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have the big jumps and people go, And that, I think, is the other difference with the Hunt Cup specifically. I remember how long you're in the air. Like you're in the air forever. And when you're riding, and you don't know you're really falling sometimes until you're coming down because you're like, okay. You know, here, here, we're, are we down yet? Or are the legs down yet? Landing gear out. Yeah, yeah. And that's very different that way. Wow. Yeah, and of course, since your times, the and I don't even think I think most people don't think twice about it now. I mean, women ride in the Hunt Cup all the time, and women have won the Hunt Cup multiple times. Again, looking back a little bit, do you feel like pioneers in all this? I mean, do you feel like you helped change it a little? I think Kathy probably was the change. Yeah, she was. The I pioneer. think she probably was the pioneer, and we just happened to be lucky enough to be at the right time. But we did it no damage. No, yeah. we didn't. That's no. true. Oh yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. Because yeah. it was probably fragile in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the early days, it probably was fragile enough that some of those old codgers would have said... I think still today, they question women when they ride in it and they have a bad fall. And they wouldn't question a man so much. They'd be like, oh, that girl got really badly hurt, blah, blah, blah. So I still think there's a little bit of men are tougher and rougher. But it's just what we did. I mean, that's just what I did. And I I had three brothers, so it (laughs) made me tougher and easier to compete. (laughs) Well, and I also wonder, if you're from Maryland... Did you feel yeah, my father a lot of extra pressure? Wow. You know, and because, my brother yeah, and my uncles, yeah. yeah. So it must be... No, I'm the only one that won it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, repeat that again. Liz is the only one that won it. Yeah. Of, the, of the Pierce of family. Pierce of the family. Pierce family. family. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, and don't let them forget it. Yeah. <laughs> we always, it seems like it always comes around, the Hunt Cup's history or the role of it all. I mean, it's this is the 125th anniversary. Uh, why is it so special? Why has it stood this crazy test of time to, to, to be around for so long? Wow, that's a great question. I, I mean, it's, it's something that there's nothing in the world like. Not the English Grand National, not 
the Paradibici. It is America's one tough, tough race, and it's stayed pretty much the same for 125 years. And people thrive, live and breathe for it to, you know, as Mikey Smithick says, that was the only thing he looked forward to every spring was to win the Maryland Hunt Cup. Wow. I think it's just a tradition that's lasted a long time and hopefully it'll keep lasting. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the Maryland roots. These other two are not quite. Although your roots are, Joy's roots are deep enough. For well, I'm, in, family I'm New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. I really was New Jersey. Right. Like, but your mother certainly pursued it with a passion. Yeah. As well, well she, as. She had a passion anyway for the horses and yeah. the hounds and all that stuff. So. so I wonder how many horses did she run before you got to ride in, in it? Cause not too many. <laughs> she didn't have any that good. Rayford Boy ran once. I'm not sure she had too many other ones. Starstart couldn't quite do it. Right. Yeah, and there were a few uh, similar around Can Cottage time, but not bef- not necessarily that many before him. Yeah, and she had bred a few that that did win at Beely's Hill and Freeman's Hill. Right, Freeman wow. with her and Beely with Dixon Stroud, because I believe Mr. Fanning said it wasn't good enough to have, so got sent up the road. <laughs> 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 but I think the A horse won it with Mr. Fanning and Gene Weymouth. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Horses are good people. <laughs> <laughs> no, that part to me is, is I love to look at the, the list of previous winners and even people who took part in it and the, mm-hmm. the generations of it all and the just the various paths people took, um, you know, where you see Sidney Waters' name, you see Gene Weymouth's name, you see Burley Cox's name. And Patty know. Nelson's Patty whole Nelson. family. Yeah, mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Shepard, everybody thinks of him for his flat horses and herd horses. I mean, he's 1968, he wins the Maryland Hunt Cup. You know, right. I don't think he's run... I don't know. It might be the only horses ever run around. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. Is. You know, I think so it is. Yeah. Um, you know that part is like Liz just said. It's this tradition, this uniqueness. Of it, it, it is that, unique that keep it going. Yeah. You know. So can I tell you about my first trip to the Maryland yeah, Cup <laughs> when I was about thirteen? <laughs> so Barry Watson's mother took a carload of us kids down to the races, and we'd always, you know, heard about it. So this was great. So that was the last year you could buy the car ticket on the road going oh. in. So there were just tens of thousands of people, and we had to park like a mile away from the race course and, you know, buses and cars and people and picnickers. So we watched the race and it was, you know, fabulous race. And we run back to the parking lot and there was this huge group of guys on motorcycles who had parked in that field mm. and they were having this big fight with chains oh, and they had bandanas <laughs> on their heads. And they, you know, one guy was had another one on a car. Oh, so Mrs. Watson said, come on, kid, you know, jump in the car and let's get out of here. And so we jump in the car. And, you know, we're driving home and we're saying, this was the most exciting <laughs> day of our lives coming down here to the Maryland Hunt Cup. I guess a lot, thing, a lot of things go and, on in there. And that was the last year they, they stopped oh, really? selling those tickets. Yeah. So now <laughs> you have to get your tickets ahead of time and cut those. That motorcycle gang. <laughs> and I rode with Frank Chapeau, and he'd ridden the Merle Cup one at a time. And yeah. then Sally, Lord Ike's horse, she broke her leg in point to point. And so he rode her horse, a horse in the Hunt Cup, and he was galloping one of the show jumpers around the field at home because I was riding in New Jersey and getting all psyched to go to the Hunt Cup. He really liked, he was really psyched to go to it. He couldn't wait to go to it. Wow. It just was really fun. Yeah, the, yeah. Which you see sometimes the the crossover yeah. people who embrace it, or you know, I I had to come to see this, even yeah. people not participating. I had to come to see this at yeah. least once. Yeah. yeah. Bruce, and then they can't Bruce believe Davison how, wrote in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then they can't believe how fast they're going over those fences too. Mm-hmm. The people yeah. you know who are show jump people. Well, the sh- or whatever, show some show jumpers came over for, from the World Cup, but some didn't. But they were amazed at, at, that they could do it and that they would do it. And anybody who tried to rails it don't knock down. Right. <laughs> yes. But yeah. if you hang a leg at a rail, it doesn't knock down. You're safe. 
Hey, if the real does knock down, you're in trouble. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I had some people there. The American Horse Publications Conference was in Baltimore one year, and we took a – this was in June, so they didn't get to see the Hunt Cup, but we went out there and walked a little bit of the course. And the same thing, a lot of people from the show jumping publications and things were, like, walking off mm-hmm. strides. And they're like, oh, so should leave from here? And I'm like, oh, no, no, back back there. You know, like, you know, and they're like, here? Yeah, yeah, you back up. Yeah, back up. <laughs> Amazing athletes. The athletic horse, to me, is – that's it's really on display at the Hunt Cup. They're so good to play. Yeah. I mean, if you had a lot of stars like you do the Hunt Cup, they'd see people falling, they would stop. They wouldn't go. Yeah. In yeah, fact, really, you can't see. It probably works in the National. Yeah. You know, the mm-hmm. horse that goes first, too, down to those fences, mm-hmm. you know, has to be so brave. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What's it take? I asked, uh, I've asked lots of people this about horses, but what's it take mentally to be a good Hunt Cup horse? Hmm. Toughness. Yeah, I'm brave. Yeah. I'm sure they're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Conf- yeah, confidence. I yeah. guess in in their in their ability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, must be so hard to be one that can't quite do it. Yeah, that's what I that's what I think too. Yeah, I rode Pleasant Sea around there three times, and I thought that was even braver than riding Tong because <laughs> nobody else had ever ridden him in a timber race, and he deserved to win. And he was a really good horse. And the nice thing about him, he was careful, but he did have the turn of foot, so he deserved to win it. The one year Von Sadek won it and missed out that stride. <laughs> That's the 18th, I think. But, you know, he was a genuine horse, too. I mean, to go back three years in a row, it wasn't quite three years in a row, but it was almost three years in a row, and do it and do it and do it. And and he would have been a winner any other year. Yeah. But. Do you have favorite Hunt Cup horses that you weren't necessarily connected to, like horses you've watched do it? Well, Ben Nevis was a freak. Yeah. I mean. He was a freak anyway. He was a freak. I mean, he jumped like a cat, and you're just like, ah, is he going to make it? And he landed on all four running hard. Wow. And he was in front. He was in front. And we had a mare, and Tourney rode a mare, Perfect Cast. Oh, yeah. She was great. She was great. And once again, she deserved deserved to win it. And she just happened to run up against Ben Nevis every time. So, Has the mare won it yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I remember the year year Ben Nevis, I guess the second time he won it, and he broke the course record. And you're Mm -hmm. like, well, yeah, Perfect Cast broke the course record, too. Exactly. She was second to him. You know, you're like, how much, you know, how impressive would she have been if he wasn't here? You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I think Ben Evis is probably, in my time, well, Von Sadek was pretty much of a, he's a freaky kind of horse, too. Right. But Jay Trump, I wish I'd appreciate him more, because yeah. I'm spoiled. I was in England when he won the English yeah. National. Were you really? Yeah, were you? Wow. What was that like? It was amazing, and I was at Sandy Beecher's. Wow. Because we'd, we'd been the National, when Granny's horse was 13th, Carrero was 13th in the English National in 63, because we'd been in Switzerland skiing, and we, my father broke his arm the first day, really badly, and <laughs> the third day we discovered it wasn't cold as people had, they had typhoid. So we got out of the city, the town of Zermatt, pretty quickly. Yeah. And Sam and my my brother and my father went to visiting people, visiting father's family. And mom and myself went to England to watch the English National. Wow. <laughs> Highly spoiled. I've been in the right place at yeah. the right time so often. Wow. It's ridiculous how I've been that way. Really lucky. <laughs> really, really lucky. I mean, I think they're all special horses. It's hard to have a favorite. I yeah. love the little horse that won two years ago, uh, Derwin's Prospect. Uh-huh. Or, yeah, t- Two years Derwin's ago. Derwin's prospector, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He, yeah. I mean, he's just, just a little horse, a big old heart. And he kind of just kept sticking it he out, did. you know? He yeah. did, he did, he did. I mean, if he'd maybe run into, and I, there's so many horses like that that just they had a, the right year that they were there, but they were worthy of it. You know, they stuck it out and jumped all the jumps. Yeah. He came pretty close to winning anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. And all the foreigners winning. 
Well, the American's not winning. <laughs> yeah, what's the um, what's the future of it? I mean, there's always a debate about amateur jockeys or not, or you know, just like there was debate, I'm sure, about purse money or not, and now there is, and doesn't seem like it's changed. I don't think it's changed it that much. What's the future of the Hunt Cup? Oh, I think it's going to stay an amateur race, and hopefully, we'll have enough jockeys to ride all the horses that want to run in it. But to I'm, be an amateur, all you have to do is not get paid to ride in the race. Well, this is true. I'm not going to get to be an amateur show jumper. You can't get paid, period. Well, I agree. There's political problems with it, for sure. But they'll get paid on a table anyway. So It's tricky. Yeah, I don't know what, uh, I don't know what the right, yeah. yeah, who knows what the right answer <laughs> yeah. is. But I'm sure. I think it'll stick around. Yeah. As long as we have the course and it's the too famous. And the horse. It's yeah. way too famous. Yeah. Too much of a big deal. Yeah. The right sort of big deal. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, yeah. lucky to, we're lucky to have gotten to play with it, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Aren't we lucky? Huh? Absolutely. Yeah, don't, yeah, exactly. Don't don't mess it up. Yeah. But whoever, yeah I mean, Liz, you're on the committee, but mm-hmm. I'm sure you feel that a little bit, right? As a caretaker of this. Ab- thing. Yeah, we yeah. do. I mean, not, I mean, Shockey's right now the head of it, and he's done a fantastic job. Funny, this year we've had so much rain that we've had wells, well, spring heads popping up on the course. Wow. Mm-hmm. Which probably haven't happened in 80 years. But, you know, doing everything possible to keep everything exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Measure those fences. <laughs> same rails, you know. And you got to go find those. Bruce Femick showed me the stones uh-huh. that are sunk in the ground where yeah. the barrels go. For, yeah, for the, exactly. For the turns, you know, exactly. You know, you know. That's the way to do it. That, yeah. That, then it really is the same race. Right. I always show somebody that anybody I bring for the first time, I go out there and show them those stones in the right. ground. I'm like, you know, somebody put these here in 1920, whatever, yeah. you know, you know, so. Very cool. Well, one year, some English jockeys were over here, John Frankham and I think Steve Smith, and I got to drive them from where they were in Maryland up to Pennsylvania if they were riding at Fair Hill. So we stopped by the Hunk Up course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but when Tom Bob, our rusty source, was going to run, Rusty did call John Frankham and said, You haven't ridden for a while. I see you're an amateur for over here. Do you want to come ride the horse? And he did spend a day where he said no. <laughs> of course, I hadn't run the race before, so right. he didn't know. But who knows what happened? He'd ridden them because he, right. he was a show jumper a bit too. Right. So. Right. I guess Paul Carberry over there, who was a really good jockey, got hurt too much. He, he's been a pretty good show jumper right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hunk up takes a little bit of that. I mean, it's it helps. A, it helps to have jumped that high. Yeah, it helps to have done something like that, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, or, or enough fox hunting to run into some fences like that, or, or whatever. Just something that's a little different than jumping on and riding a race. Yeah, you know. But we've had several. Irish people yeah. just come over though, mm-hmm. so I mean, I really think the that horse, doesn't impress me. They're like, uh, yeah, that they, they ride, a, a, you know, at the national the week before, right. maybe at the manor, and they seem to do just fine. Right. Yeah. No, I mean, Gordon Elliott rode in it. I, he always talk every time I interview him now when he comes over with a, with a horse to run. We, we, he he brings up riding in the Maryland <laughs> Cup. You know, and I must have been mad. You, know, <laughs> you probably were a bit. <laughs> but and I love that too. That it's got enough international cachet that people have heard of it you know yeah, absolutely yeah. yeah it's one of the few things in jump racing all right so we're going to bring it back to today a little bit we're all on the verge of senior senator trying to go for a third win what does that horse do well and and how much does he impress you in his in his races i think he's off the chart <laughs> i watched him run at elkwood charford and he loves what he does yeah he thrives on it he absolutely thrives on it i don't think he likes the paddock he doesn't like the start but once the flag's dropped He's eating it up. Yeah. He's like, this is what I want to do, which is rare. Yeah. I mean, it's very rare. And he won impressively at Elkwood Charford, and I think he's I think he's the real deal. <laughs> he won well here, too. Yeah, and he won at Cheshire, too. Yeah, and, and, but, but he's such an odd man. And to think that he wins it, falls and breaks his neck, oh, recovers, and wins it again. Yeah. I'm That's so unlikely. <laughs> I'm his equine masseuse. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Okay. What's he like to be around? I mean, He loves they, it. Okay. 
you would well, first time I was like, oh, I'm gonna get killed. Uh, yeah, because they tell terrible stories about him being yeah. a He's brat. Goes to sleep. Wow. He loves it. Now, I haven't done him this year yet, so well, I was supposed to do him today, but right. there, something happens. He knows you say such nice things about yeah, him. Yeah, He's a freaky horse. He's a little bit like Ben Nevis and some other horses. Not at all. And, yeah, he's odd, but he thrives on the hunt cup. It's pretty wild to watch. Yeah. And it is. You've seen a progression. I mean, like the, the first year, it really was like a freaky thing, and, right. and it was like, to me, it was... It could have gone either way the first year. Like it could have, could have, he could have won, or it could have ended with a wipeout somewhere. And then the next year, it was you know he made a mistake and fell. And then last year, he was like, "Oh, I got this. Right. I've been here, but I know what I'm doing." Exactly. And, and the point to point stars this year looked that same way. Like, yeah. "Oh, I'm I'm a finished product now. Right. Get out of the way." Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But the you know the one thing with the big purse, you just have so many more horses in the Hunt Cup too because. There were plenty of years where there were maybe five or six. Myers, yeah. you know. Myers, there were six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and plenty or of four. Room, yeah, more room. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, or four. I yeah. think that's when they decided they needed to do something. And uh, so, you know, now they have like 12 yeah. entered oh, yeah. usually. I mean, there might be a couple scratches. Oh, but the first round of nominations scratches. was 24, 25 yeah. horses, I think, you know. so and, and that's a testament to the race, too. It's that important to owners, and it, that, it's that much of a lure. What would they do if they actually tried to have 20 horses start? I don't know. That'll be a challenge. I Stand at the third. I think those fences are wide enough that you'd be all right. Especially 40 the horse first. the national budget. You get running people, and those fences are 20, really wide. 20, not 40. Yeah, not yeah, but, 40. But, but <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying 40, but those fences are really wide. Yeah. And, and it's dead flat, flat course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you start at one speed, well, and you pick it up a They'll be more. in a hurry to get to the third fence. Exactly. Right. Spread yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe yeah. they won't yeah. be. Maybe they won't be. Well, you know what? You have to decide. What do you want to do? Yeah. There might <laughs> be a couple groups. Yeah. I'd want to be in front, so I'd say spot. Yeah, yes. On oh, yeah. Can Cottage. Yeah. Well, and Maybe not. <laughs> it depends on what you're riding, but uh, you don't want to have some idiot running into you. Yeah. Again, you want to be able to control what you can control, especially in that race. I mean, no, no, Broadman yeah. Rolson's running over you. Yeah. 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 If we had yeah. 20 horses, that'd be a good problem. Yeah. Yes, that'd be. Yeah, that would be a good problem. Two divisions, right? No. Nope. Uh, I think you'd end up with a couple of, you might have two flights. Yeah, you know, might, you'd have the first group and the second group exactly. kind of uh, finding their way through it all. People ask me who I bring the first time to it, you know, and you try and explain. I've compared it to the Stanley Cup in hockey before. I've compared it to things that the Tour de France or these things that have been around long enough. Yes, they've changed a lot since right. the early days, but they've been around long enough that it has this Dignity, impact. Right. Yeah, and 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 that that's what the Maryland Cup is. That's why it's that's why it's lasted. And it has it has a lot of people that are interested in keeping it the way it is. I mean, I think it has some guardians that would keep it the way it is. Anybody that ever rode in it, had a horse in it, and their children, whatever, helped to keep it the yeah, way it is. That's a great word, guardians. Yeah, 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 that's cool. That's a great way to put it. All right, well, that's perfect. Thank you for your time and uh, a little okay. bit of reminiscing and learning a little about these horses, and uh, we'll see you at the Hunt Cup. All right. Hey. Riders up. Thanks for listening to another edition of Jumping Around, where we looked at some Maryland Hunt Cup history with pioneering female jockeys Twinette Nelson, Joy Slater, and Liz McKnight. This year's race, celebrating its 125th anniversary, is April 27th, just outside Baltimore. You can learn more at MarylandHuntCup.com. Jumping Around is a production of ThisIsHorseRacing.com. Special thanks to our sponsor, Brown Advisory, sound engineer Adam Wolf at Howling Wolf Recording Studios in Baltimore, and once again, the Temple Guathami Steeplechase Foundation for its support. You can find more podcasts like this at ThisIsHorseRacing.com or by searching for This Is Horse Racing on your podcast app.